How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, obviously, you guys know what's going on with uh, UFC 251. There's a lot of exciting stuff just um, surrounding Fight Island in general. So let's go ahead and let's get right on into it. Um, first of all, late Friday night, early Saturday morning, somewhere in there, uh, Gilbert Burns, What we did find out he tested positive for uh, the old coronavirus there. <clears throat> Looks like I got a touch of it as well. Just kidding. Um, so he was officially out of USC 251, and it almost had appeared ha- they reached out to a couple of other guys. It looked like they had reached out to Colby, and I can't remember who else they had reached out to. Maybe um, Leon Edwards. They weren't able to make it. Um, luckily, um, Masvidal, who was originally scheduled to be fighting uh, Mr. <clears throat> Kamar Usman, um, him and the UFC came to an agreement on a, on a contract, a little... A uh, little deal. I heard him say it was a 10-fight deal on uh, Ariel Hawani this afternoon. Because um, I don't know why. But um, anyway, they agreed on a monetary, monetary amount. And uh, it will be, uh, as originally planned, Jorge Masvidal versus Kumar Usman for the welterweight title at UFC 251 on Yas Island. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I am probably the most excited i have been for a fight in a long time um i know i say that about a a lot of fights um but i truly truly am excited about this one um and before before we break down some of the card oh and before before i get into any of this as well um pedro munoz has now tested positive as well uh, for the coronavirus and it uh i heard earlier that uh mike brown and a couple other members of american top team is all have also tested positive for the coronavirus um, so hopefully that is not true. If it is, um, good luck for them. I'm sure they'll be fine. They're healthy as fuck. But um, obviously a lot of ATT fighters in the UFC and some fighting this month as well, including Masvidal. So uh, so far so good. He is clear to fight. Um, <clears throat> he made it all the way to the island, I believe, this afternoon or the uh, night before. Uh, he did not take the charter jet with all of the other fighters. I don't believe he took the charter jet um, the day, a couple days after that are supposed to have the fighters for Wednesday's card on either. But he has made it. He has stated he has about 20 pounds or so to cut, which um, is not no easy task. But he is a professional with over 40 fights. Um, in a long 16, 17 year career, however long he's been fighting, he's been he's been in the game for a hot minute, so he it should be okay, he should be right. <clears throat> uh, but before we get into breaking down the card, um, I want to talk about what happens, just what happens. I'm not going to break down the whole aspects of it right now, but if Jorge Masvidal wins, it will put him automatically put him in my opinion on the Mount Rushmore of MMA that's a bold statement but let me explain to you this guy was a year and a half two years ago not a, not an unknown but for uh, I mean for us hardcore fans definitely not unknown I mean he's been in the UFC just in the UFC for I don't know I think he's had 12 or 13 fights in the UFC he's beaten some high caliber guys but he was he he wasn't a journeyman. He's only had a few losses, but um, I know uh, Colby likes to call him journeyman George. He wasn't a journeyman. He was a guy that would uh, he would get close to top fifteen, top ten, and then he would he would lose a fight uh, via decision, and uh, things just wouldn't go his way. And 
it is what it is. He would never just quite make it up to those top five guys and uh, get up to a title shot. But in the last couple of years, um, Masvidal has really came into his own. Um, he came off that loss to Stephen Thompson, a close decision. I had Thompson winning, but um, you could you could have gave it to Masvidal. Um, it was a point fight, which I mean, guys never do well in. Uh, if you're going to point fight Stephen Thompson, it's not going to work for you. Uh, but Masvidal had, uh, held his own, took a year off, year and a half off or so, and uh, came out and his famous, you know, his famous statement said, "I'm going to start baptizing fools." <laughs> and um, we saw it when he fought Darren Till and uh, Liverpool, uh, knocked him out in the second round. One of the most brutal, still one of the most brutal KOs I, in my opinion, I have ever seen. Um, just an absolute hit him with that, like he said, three piece with the soda. <laughs> uh, I think it was a, a jab, cross, left hook, left hook, sat him down, put him to sleep. Darren Till's head bounced off the canvas. That was all she wrote. Um, and then Ben Askren had just been in the, uh, uh, into the UFC, and he said he wanted the winner of that fight. And uh, Ben Askren got it, and we just passed the one-year anniversary of the quickest knockout in UFC history that um, favored Masvidal. Flying knee. That automatically put Jorge Masvidal on every highlight reel in Center. Everyone in America that had no that barely even knows what the UFC is, now everyone in America knows who Jorge Masvidal is. So he's top top five stars we've ever had now. We have Conor McGregor, you have Brock Lesnar, you got... You got, I don't know who else. It's a couple other guys, I'm sure. I can't think of it. And then you got Jorge Masvidal. Guys, everyone knows the name of. And that set up, that sets up, obviously, the um, BMF. Bad, baddest motherfucker title uh, between him and Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is a household name after he beat Conor McGregor. And he was already a, a, a guy who was everyone knew was tough and crafty and had great submissions, good boxing. And uh, they set that title shot up, make it a pay-per-view at Madison Square Garden. The whole card's great leading up to the fight, and then Masvidal goes out there and just destroys him. Um, doesn't get a f- gets a finish technically, um, doctor stoppage. But um, I mean, let's be honest, he went out there and demolished Nate Diaz. It wasn't even close. And then shortly after, they announced that they were going to do a, a title shot for for him and Kamar Usman. Um, that was supposed to be. It was going to be July, so we're we're right about that uh, that time right now. I was hoping to go to that before COVID uh, kind of came through and ruined everybody's plans. I was hoping to actually go to this fight card um, coming up, but it uh, didn't go that way. But um, things happened. COVID happened. The world went to shit. Next thing you know, Masvidal is asking for more money, and Burnt Gilbert Burns comes out, goes on a terror, beats Tyron Wood- Woodley, beats uh, – Couple other guys beats Damian Maya, knocks him out, and looks great. And him and Masvidal in the UFC decided to cut negotiations for a while, and they put in Gilbert Burns. Um, and that's how we get to the situation today. Um, we got Gilbert Burns testing positive, and Jorge Masvidal sliding right on in there. And if with all of that happening, this is the last. This is the last year and a half for Jorge Masvidal. It's absolutely insane. What he's done in the last year and a half. He's done exactly what he said he's going to do to everybody he's fought so far. And if he can do that to Kamar Usman, an absolute monster. nobody want, No one's a good matchup for Kamar Usman. It'll be absolutely insane. 
anyway, that is that. We will go ahead and start breaking down. I'm going to break down just the main card. Um, I just saw Vulcan Ozdemir is fighting as well. I didn't. I don't have him on here in my notes. Um, I don't know who he is. Who he was? I don't even know who he was fighting. So, um, but I have Vulcan Ozdemir winning. Put that on the uh, the old checklist there. <clears throat> First fight on the main card. Um, and a pretty interesting fight, if you ask me. Uh, Paige Van Zant versus Amanda Hibas. Um, Hibas is relatively new to the UFC. She is um, 3-0 and in the UFC. She normally fights at 115 pounds. Um, this fight will be taking place at 125. Uh, she has, I mean, everyone she's beat in the uh, Hibas is beat in the UFC. Um I mean names, not like crazy big names, but their their names. She she's beaten um, Emily Whitmire, who I've seen fight before. Um, tough girl. Um, Random Marcos beat her and just beat Mackenzie Dern in her last fight uh, via decision. Um, she's looked she's looked great. Um, Jiu-jitsu, great stand up, great. I mean she doesn't have any uh, glaring bad weaknesses in her game. She's just kind of solid everywhere. Um, doesn't have a whole lot of. Uh, you know she's not known for one thing. She's a, just a complete mixed martial artist, which is nice to see. It's that's probably what we're going to see a lot in the future. Just everyone, um, you know, blending everything together. It's what it's supposed to be. Um, and then we got Paige Van Zant, who is a shocking one and two in her last three fights. Um, she is coming off that win versus uh, Rachel Ostovich. Um, that wasn't that was in January 2019. That was the first fight card they had on uh, ESPN Plus. Was her versus Ostevich. Those were both those girls' last fights. Um, but she has had those uh, that problem with her arm. She's had she had it broken, had surgery, came back, had to have surgery again. I think she's had three surgeries on it now. Um, it's gonna be a. I don't really know what's gonna happen in the fight. We'll see how uh, Paige does. I know Ring Rust isn't re real according to Dominic Cruz, um, but she hasn't fought in over a year now, almost two about a year and a half since her last fight. I know she's been training a lot. You see it on her Instagram. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, if I had to pick, I would. I'm gonna pick Amanda Hebas in this fight, um, either by decision or a late submission. I know she's a black belt in jiu-jitsu, um, but it'll be. I think it'll be a good fight. Um, it'll be definitely be a good fight. And then um, next fight on the main card, we have Miss Rose Thug Rose Nami Yunus, if you will, if you're gonna use her full name, <laughs> and uh, Jessica Andrade. Um, I'm sure everybody knows what happens when what happened when they had fought last. Um, I actually just went back recently and uh, watched it. I didn't watch it. Um, I didn't buy that pay per view. I didn't watch it live. Um, but Rose was beating the shit out of Jessica Andrade in that first round. I mean, she looked great, just moving in and out. She didn't really have a Andrade didn't really have an answer for her striking. Um, both their jujitsu was good, so she wasn't really trying to take her down. Um, and uh, Rose was really getting the better of those clinch exchanges. Um, she wasn't um, she wasn't fighting for them. Uh, Andrade was the one more engaging in that, but um, she was getting the better room. She would she would land a couple good shots and get out. Um, but yeah, she looked great. She looked like an absolute world champion in that fight that she was. And uh, Andrade just uh, caught her in a Kimura trap. Well, Nami Yunus kind of had a like going for a Kimura, going for a Kimura trap there. I don't know what you want to call it. And uh, Andrade just picked her up, slammed her on her head, and knocked her out in the second round. Um, I, I do not think we're going to see that in this fight for sure. Um, that But that was Rose's last loss for a hot minute. I think that was, yeah. I I, I don't know when she had lost last. Um, but in those two fights versus uh, Ioana, she looked absolutely great. 
Um, I think she's just one of those girls that's Yoana's kryptonite, maybe. I mean, we've seen Yoana fight uh, recently for titles and, and look good. She didn't get finished by uh, uh, Zhang Wei Li, and she didn't get finished by um, Shevchenko at 125. Um, if that, that that says a lot for the caliber of fighter Nama Yunus really is. I know her uh, her stature and her, uh, her frame kind of almost makes you forget um, how good of a fighter she actually is and that she does possess power. It's not, it's not just power, it's precision um, that really, that she really gets her uh, finishes with. Also her jiu-jitsu as well. Um, but something people really forget is uh, Jessica Andrade is a bad motherfucker, man. Um, that, her la- her um, la- last loss to Zhang Weili, who we've seen now, is an absolute monster. She didn't have a, she didn't have a loss before then since 2017. And her only other loss at strawweight was to Joanna. By the way, Andrade used to fight at 135 pounds. She's a big girl, man. She 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 was huge. I don't know if you guys have seen her fight at 135, but an absolute monster. Uh, she she beat Raquel Pennington, uh, who's fought for a title at 135, who's fought who's 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 done well at 135, especially recently. I don't know if you saw her last fight, but she looked great. It has a win over her at 135, um, but I I think we see we see a three round fight. I think we see it go the distance, and I think it's a clear cut decision for Rose. Um, her striking is just unless um, Andrade has just done something completely different with her uh, her whole striking defense, her, the way she's gonna fight uh, Nami Yunus. Um, I don't see Andrade winning this fight at all. I think Nami Yunus gets a clear cut decision 30 27 uh for rose thug rose nama Yunus, and then we get to the first of three title fights after we have those two great fights kicking off the main card we got piotrian versus jose aldo for the 135 pound vacant type vacant vacant title um Little background on Piotr Jan. He is a six and zero in the UFC. Um, only real notable wins are to guys that have been um, not doing so hot as of late. Um, John Dotson. Jim, I mean, John John Dotson always looks. Uh, he always looks good. He's a professional. He looks great. Um, but Jimmy Rivera's had some trouble, and uh, Uri Faber's just old. Um, and Faber held his own in that fight. Excuse me. But those are really his only the only three names that he's fought. Um, uh, a fun fact I found on him, he fought he's had three amateur fights and they were all in one day. <laughs> um yeah, Piotr Jan fought his three amateur fights in one day, two knockouts and then he got knocked out. Um what do you expect? You can't fight three times in one day and expect someone not to be tired. Um and his only pro loss is uh, via split decision. Um he also has a master of sport in boxing. And I was listening to Dan Hardy's podcast um, show today, and he was <clears throat> saying that um, to uh, have a master of sport in boxing, um, you have to have a insane amount of fights. It was somewhere over 220, 230 fights in boxing, which is absolutely insane. Um, and that was really the only knock I had against Piotr Jan against uh, Aldo is um, just his lack of MMA experience. I think he's 13-1, but if the man has over 250 boxing fights, he's no, he's not. It's not like he has any. Aldo has any more experience than Jan does. Um, 
But yeah, his hand, Piotr John's hands look good. We haven't really seen him in any sort of trouble at all. He got rocked a little bit against Uriah Faber, but that's really the only thing that we've seen uh, seen for him. And then uh, Jose, Jose Alto is, is coming off two losses. Um, he His last loss was to Marlon Marias, um, which, I mean, let's be honest, everybody except for the, the two judges that had him losing thought he lost that fight, um, myself included. But... Um, he, is, he just hasn't been the Jose Aldo of old. He did look good at 135 um, pounds. He said it's really a super easy cut for him, which is surprising. Um, he was saying, I heard him say today that uh, it, with the diet, and it's just a lot. It's almost easier than cutting to 45 for him, which is which is great because he lo- he looked great against Morais. I thought he he definitely won that fight. Um, hopefully, we see Aldo use a lot of his leg kicks. Um, that's something we haven't really seen Jan had to deal with yet. Um, Aldo was just absolutely famous for. I mean, if, I don't know if you guys saw ever have ever seen him fight. Um, coincidentally, uh, Uriah Faber, but just his Faber's legs looked like pork sausage in a <laughs> pork sausage in a, a a bag that was too tight or something, and it, insane. Um, so we will definitely see Jan be tested in this fight. Um, if Jan does come out with the win here, he's gonna be a fucking problem. Um, I don't, if he comes out and looks like how he does against everybody else, good fucking luck beating that guy. It's going to be hard. Um, although I do think we'll win this fight, not just based on experience factor, but, um, he's, he's just been there, but I mean, I, I guess experience factor, he's been there before, man. He's been in, I don't know how many title fights, like 10 or 15 title fights in the UFC. It's absolutely insane. Fought Conor McGregor, got slept in four seconds. He's fought in... Chad Mendez twice. That's no easy night for anybody. He fought Max Holloway twice. I know he lost both those fights. Um, he's fought. Uh, he's fought a couple other guys too. I don't know, but um, I do think Aldo will win. If he wins, it'll either by, be by decision. He'll just outpoint him, or uh, he'll catch him late in like round four or uh, round five and uh, finish it on the ground with strikes. Um, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. If you guys don't know who Piotrion is, you better l- learn up because this could be um, an absolutely rude awakening for a lot of people if he comes out and does what he's supposed to do and then we got the old rematch here the second title fight on the card and the only one that's a rematch that would be alexander volkanovsky and max blessed holloway um volkanovsky is 20 and 1 in his professional career and he is 8-0 in the ufc it's absolutely insane um, he is coming off that win um, against Max Holloway, um, where he won the belt. Um, the second fight's going to be a lot tougher for Volkanovski. Um, I just think Max might have his timing down a little bit. Um, Max is really great at um, reading and reacting uh, to strikes, and Volkanovski just kind of comes in a little, re- a, just a little reckless, not a whole lot reckless, just a little, just a wee bit reckless. And uh, uh, he could be um, if I, if I was Max, I would be. Um, wanting to just kind of wait for him to come in. I don't know if he'll going to be he's going to be as reckless in this fight as he was in his last fight, but um just because he was excited to be there and excited to win the title. Uh I ho- hopefully not. Hopefully he's learned a little something. Hopefully he sticks to those leg kicks they were landing pretty solid and um hopefully he just he's a little more calculated in this fight. Um but I mean, you got a guy in Max Holloway who's arguably the greatest of all time in the featherweight division. He's beat 
Jose Aldo twice in his prime, which is which is first of all is insane that Jose Aldo is still in his prime. The man's like 32 years old. He has been fighting for so long. Um, but if Max doesn't really have his timing down like he did in the last, like he didn't just like the same way he did in the last fight. Um, I think Volkanovski is going to finish Holloway, unfortunately. Um, I just think Volkanovski's um, too big and too strong for uh, Holloway. But Holloway could surprise you. You never know. He is um, an absolutely talented, insane fighter. Um, if Holloway wins, I don't think it's going to be by a. I don't think it's going to be a finish. I don't think he finishes Volkanovski at at all. Uh, but it's going to be. Definitely a fun fight. Y'all need to tune in for that shit. For sure. Um, go back and watch the first fight. And then watch the second fight. I cannot wait. And last, but certainly <clears throat> not least. Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Gamebred. Mas Vidal. The Nigerian Nightmare versus Gamebred. Absolutely insane. We didn't even think it was going to happen. We didn't think we were going to get it. And I was, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I was a little upset. I, I didn't cry. I didn't cry out loud at least. No one saw me when they decided they weren't going to fight. I mean, it's not like nobody wanted to see, uh, didn't want to see Gilbert Burns. I mean, Gilbert Burns versus Usman's a fun fight. It's not Usman versus Masvidal though. You're telling me you want to see Gilbert Burns instead of Masvidal? Hopefully they give Gilbert Burns a shot at the winner of this, though, because that's not really his fault for not being able to fight. Um, <clears throat> but Usman does not really appear, at least in the fights that I've seen him in, to have a weakness in his game. The only thing that we haven't really seen him tested against is just a top-notch jiu-jitsu guy. But, um, we, I mean, we did see him against Damian Maya, and Damian did have his back, but they... uh. It took him off his back, and the uh, rest is history there. But, um, yeah, we haven't really seen him against a top-notch jiu-jitsu guy, and that's what we were going to get um, when we fought Gilbert Burns because Gilbert can do it anywhere. He wants to take him down. He can be He's good on the ground if he wants to stand with him and trade. Gilbert has no problem doing that. Um, so that's the only thing I'd be kind of excited to see if uh, he does have that jiu-jitsu weakness in his game, which I don't really think he does. Um but in terms of matchups for Masvidal as well, this is an absolutely nightmarish matchup for Masvidal. I mean, unless Masvidal can can bait Usman into a stand-up war, kind of like he did with Colby. But the only difference with Colby is Colby's a high-caliber wrestler. And neither guy really wanted to engage in that because they knew it would probably just be a stalemate. Um so I, I, I haven't really, and I haven't really seen on Masvidal's record of him fighting a guy as a the caliber of wrestler as Usman is the only guy you could really say would be Jake Ellenberger and he fought him later in Jake's career. So, um, hopefully, I mean, can Masvidal stop the takedown? Do, does Usman even want to take him down? And if he doesn't want to take him down, that's a fucking horrible idea. Take him down. Usman Who gives a shit. Take him down. Who you, what do you got to prove? You ain't got nothing to prove. You ain't got to know nothing about nothing. Okay. Take him down, pound him, win the fight um but we're gonna find out a lot about these two guys during this fight i mean usman's gonna take masvidal into some deep waters and it's not like masvidal's never been to those waters before man he's fought some tough fucking guys um a lot uh, what, what y'all don't think about is masvidal he calls him journeyman george he's really not a journeyman i mean he's 
I know I, I had said that in the beginning of the podcast, but I go back and look at his record, and he he's had let's let me count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 fights in the UFC. He's lost one, two, three, four, five, six fights out of 18. He is 12 and 6 in the UFC. Wanna know who he's lost to in the UFC? Okay, he's lost to Rustem Kabalov. I don't even know who that is, but it was by decision. Lost to Raging Ally Quinta, split decision. Benson Henderson, split decision loss. Lorenz Larkin. I don't know if you all know who Lorenz Larkin is. Look him up. He's an absolute fucking monster. Lost split decision. Lost to Damian Maya. Split decision. Maya had his back in that fight. Did not submit him. That is insane. Lost a close flight fight to Thompson. Decision. He has never been finished in the UFC. In 18 fights. Let that sink in. He has never been finished in the UFC in 18 fights. You have to go all the way down to 2009 was the last time Jorge Masvidal was finished in a fight. The man has 48 professional fights. He has been finished once in the last 11 years. Let that sink in. Is it sunk in yet? Want to know the last time Usman had a submission lost? Or had lost? 2013. Want to know Usman's first fight professionally? 2012. Masvidal has not been finished in a longer amount of time than Kamara Usman has been fighting. I'm going to pause. You process that information. I'm going to wait right here. I'll give you a couple seconds. Go ahead. Absolutely bonkers. Who else does that? Who else has done that? Even Gilbert Burns, who's on a six-fight win streak at 170. He lost two years ago. Get knocked out versus Dan Hooker. I was at that fight. Holloway, he's he's lost. He hasn't been fit. I mean, he hasn't really been finished since 2013. It's still 2013. Dustin Poirier. It's the last time he was finished. Aldo, he's been finished a few years ago. Jan, he was even finished. He even lost a fight before then. Nami Yunus, same thing. Van Zant, Ribas, Andraj, Usman. Everybody, everybody in this main card. Nobody else. Just Jorge Masvidal. Um, that being said, um, I think Kamar Usman wins this fight. Um, if Masvidal wins this fight, it's going to be early. Um, I think he's going to win one, two, maybe early in the third round, um, before he gets, I, he might get a little tired. Uh, he's probably going to be a little jet lagged. He hasn't, he had to, he's got to cut a bunch of weight. He's, he's going to have to finish this fight early. Um, that being said, you never know what happens, uh, but, uh, Usman, I think will win this fight either by decision or, uh, Mid fourth, late uh, early fifth round uh, TKO, uh, just from ground and pound, just um, just too many strikes, getting taken down too much, not being able to get back up. But uh, there it is. There is my official UFC 251 breakdown uh, for the first fight on Fight Island. Um, I will be back Monday. 
or Sunday. Who knows? I don't know. Um, we will break down the card for Wednesday, and we will also uh, break down the fights um, that happened on UFC 251. I don't know what happened yet, but I will. I will on Sunday. I will know all of the answers on Sunday. Um, that being said, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Um, it's great chatting with you. If you guys have any, if you guys have any questions, feel free to shoot me a DMs on Instagram. I'll answer them on here for you. Um, but thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll be back Sunday or Monday for those breakdowns. Have a good one, guys. Bye.